Welcome to the Geek-Centric Podcast, and welcome to our spoiler-free review for Disney and Pixar's latest animated story, Luca. There's a million things you think you can do, but all you need is a chance to try. Pronto, my fellow sea monsters. My name is Justin, and today we'll be giving you our first reaction to Disney and Pixar's latest animated feature, Luca, which hits Disney Plus on June 18th. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, this is our spoiler-free preview show where we share our first reactions with you and discuss our opinions and let you know if this movie is worth checking out. Now, allow me to introduce you to my fellow Amici. First up, He's sweet and soft like gelato. His name is Nate. <laughs> ciao, ciao, gelato. I love, dude. I love gelato. Like I was in Italy, and the the cool thing is, is when you're in Italy, there's gelato on each side of the road, and so it's like you would go, you get a gelato, and you by the time they like, put them in little amounts. By the time you're done, you look over across the road, and you're just like. We should go get some gelato. Yes. We just had gelato yes. constantly. It's yes. like so it's good. like Starbucks in American oh cities. Absolutely. So good. And uh, you can hear his voice there. Uh, I swear, if he was a fisherman with one arm, you'd call him Massimo. But we call him Kev. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Doing well. <laughs> doing good doing good awesome uh i'm excited to chat with you guys about this uh this movie um as i mentioned at the top here uh this is strictly a conversation about aspects of the movie without any spoilers uh this past weekend we were able to watch the movie early which again super grateful for that um, thank you disney yeah <laughs> and uh, we would love nothing more than to share with you our thoughts uh in case you might be on the fence about checking it out uh that being said why don't we get right into it before we get into discussing certain aspects of the movie, I wanted to ask you guys, uh, what was your hype level going into this? Uh, were you excited for the movie? Were you passive about it? Nate, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure what to expect. Uh, I, I knew it was Pixar, so obviously I expected to cry. Um, but I mean, after not shedding a tear during Soul, um, I was really hoping that Pixar would be able to hit that mark again for me. And obviously... I'll share that at the end of this review, if, if it did or not. But um, yeah, I think the marketing for the movie did such a good job at, you know, doing what we, we've talked about trailers in our, our big trailers episode of, you know, really bad trailers give everything away. And I thought the trailers and the marketing for this movie really did a good job at giving the sense of like the environment, uh, the, you know, kind of a little bit in terms of what to expect from the plot narrative, but not too much. And so going into it, I was I was pretty unaware of what to expect. Okay. That's fair. Kev, how about yourself? What was your hype level? Uh, I mean, I always look forward to the newest Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, and so there's always just that ingrained level of hype as soon as you hear Pixar is coming out with something new. Right, right. This one, though, I don't know if it was because of the pandemic or what. I I didn't see much for it. I wasn't mm. so I was I wasn't like eagerly clamoring to 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 get my eyes yeah. on this one. For yeah. whatever reason it was. I don't know if it was again a lack of presence in terms of advertising yeah. for it i just didn't see much for it so mm. it, i was i went in with very low expectations i will say that yeah, yeah i get what you're saying kev because like it's 
I guess, you know, being Disney fans and Pixar fans, it was on our radar. But was it on the radar of a lot of people in the general well, public? Maybe I, not. I, I told my mom that we were watching it this weekend and she said, mm-hmm. I've never even heard of Luca. What is oh, that? Man. And she's the queen of Disney. You right. know? And so yeah. if, if my mom doesn't know that they have a new movie coming out, they've maybe missed the mark a little. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I I agree with you, Kev. I, I got to say, I wasn't overly excited for this movie or, or like itching to see it. Um, like I knew I was going to check it out because I'm a fan of Disney and Pixar. But again, I just wasn't eagerly anticipating it. Um, Pixar has certainly evolved over the years, in my opinion, uh, with some of their latest movies, you know, Soul, uh, Onward, um, you know, just their movies, they're fun, but they seem to be leaning less comedic and more emotional resonance i feel like they're they're really kind of trying to hone in on on that aspect because i think they know that they can be funny but now they're just trying to add more uh weight to their movies and, and granted that's that's again what they're known for um but i think some of their past movies have left me feeling a bit underwhelmed um mm. however their anim- animation style is you know above like is is beyond great um which will always have me hooked like i'm always interested to see what new new world they're going to paint with with the animation um but yeah i guess in hype factor that i was pretty low for me on on that scale so yeah i i to kevin's point exactly i I didn't have much anticipation or or excitement to see this uh but that being said why don't we get into some more in-depth questions around the movie um i'd love to talk to you guys about a little bit about the style and, and the look just to kind of give our, our listeners a little bit more of a, what they can anticipate. Speaking of animation styles, obviously, as I was mentioning before, Pixar has certainly evolved that over the years. And in many ways, this allows for each of their movies to have their own look and feel uh, at, while still being a part of Pixar's larger body of work. So mm. with that, I would love to know what your thoughts are on the style. Did it feel different? Was there anything you didn't like? Uh, Kev, let's start with you. Um, I think this honestly might be the most beautiful movie Pixar's ever done. I just thought it was so incredible looking. It was so vibrant, so colorful. The characters were, were had such a great look to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ratatouille made you hungry. Mm-hmm. This movie uh, made me want to go to Italy more than I all like Italy's yeah. been at the top of my destination list since I was a kid. I've always wanted to go and I couldn't help but just want to hop on a plane and get over there right away after watching this movie. It just you could smell the sea air, you mm-hmm. could you could hear the singing and the dialogue or like you, you just felt like you were in this beautiful little seaside town. So I think they knocked it out of the park in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. Nate, how about yourself? Yeah. Um I mean again, exactly what Kevin just said. It's crazy how like every Pixar movie we watch we're just like, oh, this is the best looking Pixar. Like starting with Toy Story <laughs> 3, right? It was like, this is the best looking Pixar movie. And then they just keep upping it and upping it and upping it. And I think like, you know, I think obviously they're trying something a little different with the film uh, in terms of its look. I think it's really refreshing coming from Pixar. You know, we've talked about how like the 3D animation from Disney's side of things uh, is kind of starting to blend together, right? Starting with Tangled, moving to Frozen, then now with Raya, like... I found this change up to uh, kind of it was almost like a pseudo 3D claymation look. Um, I just thought it was perfect. And it really helped to sort of encapsulate the 
the different look of the the different characters. Um, some of the artists, like if you look at the different looks of the, like Julia compared to uh, Luca compared to um, Alberto, like Alberto's kind of got more of an oval face. Julia's kind of a triangle. And then you've got uh, you've got Luca, who's kind of like a, a circle, and it's just cool to see them sort of play with these different structures in the way their characters look, as opposed to sticking to the same thing for their humans over and over again. So, you know, I was a little initially worried that it would come off looking like kind of like Wallace and Gromit, mm, uh, but yeah. it was so much. It, but it was so much cleaner, yeah. right? It was, it was so, so much, much cleaner, and it stayed. Pixar, yeah. which kind of is the similar thing that I thought about when we were looking at Onward initially. I, mm. I really thought Onward w- looked too DreamWorks in a yeah. way, and and yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. To, as beautiful as DreamWorks is, it's crazy to think that that's like a that's that's saying something not very nice about Pixar that it looks like <laughs> DreamWorks. You know what I mean? Because they're honestly all of these animators are gorgeous. Um, in, or sorry, I'm sure they're gorgeous, but they do gorgeous work. Um, but Pixar. <laughs> Just knocks it out of the park. Anyways, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> stop here, but that is what I thought of the uh, the look of the movie. Oh, yeah. and I just wanted to also just shout out the food, like the food, the giant sandwiches. Come on, oh the gelato, the pasta, and and the thing is, I love pasta with a good sauce. This made me want to straight up just eat a bowl of pasta. <laughs> um, so it had me, it had me craving that so much. Just like how the island, uh, to what Kevin was saying, made me crave traveling and i don't know if it's just the fact that we've had like you know no traveling these past two years but i'm ready kevin let's board the plane let's go to puerto rosso as soon as possible i want to go there i'm already packed so so, let's go so puerto rosso isn't isn't actually a real place it's a fictional place but it's it's it's, it's amazing justin (laughs) shut up okay don't ruin this for me but no but i honestly though i i think that that helps like if for to kind of go on this discussion of the look they blended so much of that sort of Italian Riviera style into Puerto Rosso to give it more authenticity and, and ground it. Um, you know, very much what, like you guys have already said, and, and it's it's absolutely true. The film is vibrant. It's colorful. Pixar has a way of capturing the various cultural inspirations and rendering them in an animated world that feels very familiar it has textures to the building, the, the cobblestone road. Oh, you could feel the cobblestone road under your feet. You could exactly. literally feel it. Just everything about it was just so refreshing, and it puts you in that place. And, and I do think that a lot of that sort of awestruckness of, of this place comes from this desire to want to see it and travel and not being able to, to travel. I, I just really loved, you know, the, the coastal color palette. Um you know, it felt very watercolor inspired with sort of a painterly aesthetic. It was it was absolutely beautiful. I will say this, though. I will say this. And I know that this is very much inspired from their their look. But I was not a fan of the sea monsters eyes, like how they looked. I like their oh. textures and their scales, but yeah. their eyes bugged me out. Like, I think it had to do with something about their like how 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 their pupils were so like large, like very similar. Like I guess fish are have massive pupils, but it was almost like the same size as their eyeballs. It was yeah. just really weird. I, I, I think I, it was, but I think that's I think that's intentional. No, I, I they more they looked more they looked more dragon esque, right? Like they were kind of inspired sure. from from sort of sea dragon, sort of Japanese mythology and Italian mythology, right? So it's like yeah, I can see where the inspiration came from, but 
yeah, the buggy eyes was was a little weird for me in terms of like if I were to pick something that just I didn't like about it. I don't know, man. I just I just feel like it it it's meant to make you feel uncomfortable. Like that's that's the point, right? Well, obviously we'll get into that when when we get into spoilers and things like that with our our spoiler filled review. But I I really do think that that's an intentional decision um, to not make them look too cute because um, they look adorable when they're <laughs> these cute little kids running around, right? For sure, for sure. Um, okay, let's move to our next question. Much like other Pixar films, Luca is filled with a variety of themes that, in my opinion, are very relevant to our current times. Uh, how do you guys think they handle these thematic elements, and, and do you feel they represented them properly? And, and was there an interesting take for you guys on, on you know something that was a takeaway as an audience member that that you really valued out of this. Nate, let's start with you. Yeah. Um so for themes, right? Like the movie is really all about friendship. It's about friendship. Um there's themes of family, taking risks, uh and I think being open, like open to change. Um and I I think the movie captures that in the childlike innocence so incredibly well with with the different characters. And like shout out to the kids, right, who lend their voices to to the different characters, Jacob Tremblay, who plays Luca, Jack Dylan Grazer, who plays Alberto, and Emma Berman, who plays Julia, they do such a phenomenal job with their performances. It really helps you to believe that these kids are just being kids because um, they're so sincere in their delivery. And I actually think that's really that's really hard for child actors to do, whether it's voice acting or not. I actually think it's it's really tough to to make it sound legitimate. And I know I know. Um, and I'm sure like Jack Dylan Grazer and Emma Berman are a little bit older than than Jacob Tremblay, but still like that they freaking nailed it. Um, and and the movie does such a good job of also carrying these themes like all the way throughout. You you can tell that Pixar is so careful the way that they do their writing because like it seems like every single decision is filtered through these overall themes, which again is what I think helps make these characters kind of again stay authentic. Um, and I just, I freaking loved it. I, I thought they did such a good job at nailing it in every single aspect. The music, oh, the music in this fantastic. movie, it's incredible. Like it's, it's stellar. And, and it takes, it's a different um, sort of take, I think for Pixar, like, like it's mixing the, the score from Dan Romer, which is phenomenal, but it mixes it with popular classic Italian hits from the fifties and sixties that, right. That are just so like like memorable and it just made the moments in this movie so much more memorable. And I just, it, this is going to be one where I, I download the soundtrack. Like I yeah. downloaded the soundtrack for soul and I'm downloading the soundtrack for this movie a hundred percent. Yeah. The soundtrack, I thought you're right. It had that balance of having an original score that, that had the insightfulness of adventure and excitement, but then it fused as it was described, like a 50s, 60s aesthetic of, of Italian music that felt very of its time. Like the whole picture of Italy that they painted was of that time of 50s and 60s. So it's very apparent. And, and I think right down to the score and the elements that they use there. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, man. Oh, it was so good. So good. Kev, how about you? Yeah, I agree. I I really do think that the 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 one sort of um, uh, theme that ran through the movie that really stood out for me is is as Nate said was that theme of friendship, but also you know needing to find your own sense of individuality mm-hmm. at the same time, and so you know not just being a carbon copy of another person, you know, and liking the exact same things. It's about oh yeah, totally. finding your similar interests, but also discovering who you are uh, yourself. And and they 
that was really, really well done in the movie. Uh, and, and I, and I really do think it was sold so well by the performances of the three kid actors. They were absolutely fantastic. I read somewhere, I think Jack Dylan Grazer uh, recorded all of his lines in his mom's closet. And so imagine <laughs> he's basically doing it without, you know, working with a director. Another, one or even one, another you know? person in front of him. Yeah, like that wow. would just be so hard to do to to not come off like you're reading lines, but to make yeah. it sound like you're jumping off of roofs or riding a bike or whatever, you know, what have you. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it, it came off so well. Yeah, especially for like that's Alberto's character, right? And he he had a, a lot of emotional resonance and and you know that sort of cockiness and that sort of tough guy behavior and you know to to kind of weave himself through that, uh, you know, as you said, in isolation in his mom's closet, like that, you know, all power to him for for actually pulling out uh, an amazing performance. Um, yeah, very much what you guys already said. The story really does focus on friendship, uh, and and the bond that uh, two people can share, driven by their own passion. Uh, is how I feel. Very similar to like, I feel like the three of us really, um, you know, <laughs> Luca and Alberto are both seeking adventure, which is represented as this in this idea of escaping, you know, what, what they, what they know is to be normal. Um, mm. right. Along with this, there's elements of conquering fears. And, and I think the biggest thing, and I think you pointed it out too, Nate, is just acceptance of one another, uh, looking beyond what we know to understand something more and to be a part of it. Um, you know, I think that that's, that's a huge, huge part of, of this story as well. It's like, it sounds kind of overbearing, but I think that this is kind of like the perfect time for a movie like this, that, that kind of encompasses all of this Yeah, to kind absolutely. of come out and really have a, have a commentary just because of the way things are in the world right now. Um, but yeah, I thought, I think it was, I think it nailed its themes. It, it, it really knew what it wanted to do and, and it did it well. I was, I was actually pleasantly surprised with it. Yeah. And, and kind of um, like just going off of like the culture in terms of how how that sort of flows throughout the movie. Um, I just, I, you know, making me want to travel there is one thing. But I think Pixar has such a does such a good job at really replicating every aspect about the locations that they they choose to replicate. And I think Italy and Italian culture are literally at every point in this film. Uh, yeah. Porto Rosso was beautiful and they, they absolutely nailed it without coming off cheesy or touristy like it didn't feel like I was a tourist there it felt like I was embedded there and I think the way that Luca and and us as the audience experience the culture it's it's so embedded that at a certain point in watching the movie you're gonna stop thinking about it and you're just gonna enjoy it and I love that Mm. I love when movies can do that with me yeah yeah, I, I think the culture is obviously a huge part of uh, as a huge thematic element that, you know, they're immersed in the culture and, you know, the whole direction and the whole idea of the story comes from people that were from Italy. There's there's actual uh, passion and drive to want to tell a very culturally relevant story that's inspired by by their own stories, uh, which I think is really great to, to kind of infuse that. But also to your point, Nate, is, is to kind of blend it together. Right. Because like, yeah. I was reading in the press kit that was provided that Porto Rosso isn't actually a real place. And it's inspired by the five lands that, that are of, of Italy and, you know, the, the, the beach sides. And, and they, they really did fuse that with the colorful vibrancy of the houses and, you know, the stonework and everything. So they, you're absolutely right. They nailed the, the cultural aspect and just really gave it a very immersive part of, of the film. Yeah, I mean, the director, I think, has 
he had to bring a lot of his life in, right? Like we were we were reading, they they kind of gave us some fun facts to like talk about during <laughs> during the podcast. And one of the ones was talking about how like Alberto is actually inspired by Enrique, Enrico Casarosa's childhood friend, uh, which I just thought was like super cool. And again, for 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 him to sort of um, I guess trust this this incredible cast to sort of replicate this to trust Pixar and the animators to sort of bring this vision to life um I just think that's super cool when when a director can sort of bring their their personal life into a film absolutely and I I've I'm a firm believer that the best stories that you can tell are the ones that you've lived so mm. you know that's that's that, yeah. that's absolutely where this comes from so all right well we're getting to the end here guys um last question so at uh, at the start I asked you guys what your hype level was going into this movie now i'd love to know after seeing it in our 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 discussion here did it live or did it surpass or not at all nate why don't we start with you um yeah listen i know a movie is fantastic when all i want to do after seeing it is watch it right over again. I felt this way when I left the theater for Pirates of the Caribbean, when I left the theater for Guardians of the Galaxy, and when I left the theater for Avengers Endgame. And with Luca, like, I can't get it out of my head. And maybe it's the lack of traveling or the lack of adventure that we're all going through right now, but this movie is the perfect remedy for all of that. And and I'm absolutely going to go back to it as comfort food. Um, maybe with a bowl of delicious pasta next time. Um, so I don't get too jealous of Luca and his friends, but listen, it's going to make you cry. Uh, it absolutely made me cry. Like it made me ball and I am, I am not too proud to, uh, admit you wear that. that with pride. Um, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just, honestly, you need to watch this movie. And after you've watched this movie, you're going to call your closest friends. You're going to call your family. And then you're going to give them a huge hug as soon as it's safe to do so. This movie absolutely <clears throat> vive fino alipe, which is lives up to the hype. I adored it. It goes beyond. Uh, fantastic. Awesome. Fantastic. Kev, how about yourself? Uh, yeah. I mean, as I mentioned uh, at the top of the show, I really didn't have much hype going into this. And so not only did it live up to what was going to be a very low bar, it it far exceeded it. Um, I found it delightful and really, really enjoyable. Uh, I've watched it twice now, and I actually liked it better the second time. Uh, and so, and like you said, Nate, it was funny. It was after the second time where the movie was wrapping up, and I was like, I could just instantly press replay right now on this thing and watch right? it again. It's so light and and breezy, and it's so fast like it's such a short movie and it's well paced it's just it's just a really nice you know hour and 25 minutes of of pure delight well yeah i i'm with you i i mentioned before too i wasn't overly excited for this movie you know i i, I knew i was going to check it out at some point uh but that being said i i am happy that i did check it out uh, i was pleasantly surprised by it i think the movie has a lot going for it and maybe at times uh, too much uh, but I do think that this is the perfect movie for anyone to watch that can really take away a lesson from its story through the adventure of these characters and, you know, learn a little bit more or have a little bit more of an understanding about the world today. Uh, I know that might be very vague, but uh, all this to say it, it surpassed my hype level and it lived up to it. Well, there you have it. This movie is geek approved, which means you should totally check it out when it hits Disney Plus on June 18th. And if you do enjoy it, feel free to let us know. 
You can reach us at our email at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. I will say, I really wish, more so than for Onward, more so than for Soul, I wish we could have seen this one in the theaters. I just think with how beautiful it was, it would have looked great on the big screen. Yeah, especially with 3D. Like, you know that movie would have been 3D. So, yeah. Yeah, and and if that was the case, there are some scenes, you know, one in particular where Luke is flying out of the water, Water, and it just gives you such a sense of motion that, yeah, that would have been spectacular in 3D. Well, the next Pixar movie we see hopefully will be in theaters. So (laughs) fingers crossed, toes crossed, tails crossed. You know how it goes. Uh, Awesome. Well, that's it for our spoiler-free review. Nice and quick, guys. Uh, We hope you enjoyed hearing our early reaction to Disney and Pixar's Luca. If you did, feel free to give us five bowls of pasta. I mean, stars, uh, which is the minimum. Um, Also, we're not done talking about this movie, as we've already hinted at. Uh, This Saturday, we'll be dropping our spoiler-filled review hosted by Kevin, uh, where we jump into the deep end and really get into the details about this movie. So be sure to check that out. But uh, guys, we got a lot of content, actually. So if you you don't want to listen to that, you can also listen to any one of our two watch clubs. We yeah. got going on. We got one for the Star Wars Bad Batch. We just dropped episode seven this past Monday. And tomorrow we'll be dropping Watch Club episode two for Loki. So be sure to stay tuned for that. Guys, so much content. It's, it's kind of it's fun. Great. Right? It's great. Nice. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It feels good. It feels good. I hope your your editing hands are okay, Justin. But uh yeah, yeah I'm loving it. It's it's been a it's been a, a ride, bro. So uh yeah. but until next time, guys. Kev, Nate. Thank you for joining me for our spoiler-free review. And as we say, love ya. Stay home safe, guys. Peace.